This is the Toddcast Podcast. I'm a guy named Todd. And I'm a guy named Aaron. Join in our conversation as we discuss anything and everything. Pointless debates, music, Star Wars, nerd culture, and so much more. There are no scripts, no show notes, commuters, sit back and enjoy the ride. The Toddcast Podcast starts now. Hello and welcome to the Toddcast. I've got Eric with me this morning. Eric, how you doing? I'm doing fantastic. I'm uh, trying to stay toasty here. It's a pretty cold day, but yeah. luckily, uh, our warming conversation will will get us all in a wonderful, wonderful mood and uh, better than a nice blanket. There. So they say. Sure. How are you? Uh, I don't know who they are or why they say that, but sure, I'll, I'll go with that. That sounds that sounds fun. I'm doing all right. Uh, I mean, as I was saying it, it occurred to me. You know, I lead off with hi. I've got Eric here. Of course, I have Eric here. You're 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 the co-host. You're I I can't remember the last time you weren't on with me. I probably should come up with a new intro. No, no, I'm, I'm no, just... I, I like the consistency of it all. <laughs> okay. Well, if that if that makes you feel warm and fuzzy, that's apparently so, what well, we're that's... going for. We're going for Eric warmth this morning. That's so what we're going for. I got a coffee and a space heater, man. So coffee, space heater, conversation. The the trifecta of warmth. Global warming of podcasts. <laughs> that's what it is. <laughs> There you go. Good, good deal. Yeah. All right, Todd. Over the last couple of days, we were just chit-chatting, and uh, as we do, and uh, it was probably post or pre-show, and you started talking about a couple of things, and I said, "Hey, I think that that itself could be an episode. We have enough information there that would be enticing to uh, to the listeners that they would be interested." Uh, my so pretty much, I have just a very surface level understanding that there was some type of board game contest going on so um we will need you to explain mostly to me and then hopefully the others listening will care fair enough yeah so and i'm, I'm gonna have to you know take a few steps back and give some background for yeah, the sure. actual story to to make any sense if i just Please launch do. into it it's gonna be like what the heck is he talking about so as i imagine at this point anyone who's been listening for any period of time or knows me i'm a bit of a game fan board games card games dice games war games role-playing games like if it's a if it's a if it's a tabletop game i'm probably into at least giving it a try i do enjoy video games but not anywhere close to where you'd call me a gamer in the video game sense i tend to suck at a lot of the video games but you you throw you know you hand me a set of dice or you know a pack of cards or something i'm i'm in i might not be great at that game but i'm going to enjoy it we have a board game collection here house that is impressive i i I dare say somewhat legendary it's it's pretty extensive anytime we're at thrift store half price books and there's a cool game i'll pick it up i would say easily a third of all amazon purchases made by my hand have been game or gaming related in one form or fashion like it that's kind of my jam yeah it's Uh, pretty high high (laughs) percentage there it's it's yeah i mean you know uh, like I said, I've, I've had this this you know deep and abiding interest in games in general, and I think this probably owes itself to some of my my role playing game background. Is you know as a game master, dungeon master, you you sort of create a lot of things. So I also have an interest in sort of game design and what if I were going to make my own game and what would that be like and 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 sort of stuff like that, right? So that's that's sort of the the base foundation layer of, of today's story. So the, so the next step there is, uh, it's, again, also been mentioned, 
that I, at various points, have had something of a Kickstarter problem. <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, or I've, I've you know, gotten on the Kickstarter and like, ooh, that looks fun. I'll throw some money at that. Uh, and again, I'm going to say probably 95% of the Kickstarters I've done or I've, you know, funded have been game related, which is not really a big shock or surprise. Yeah. But that eventually brings us around to there was a, a project that, oh, crap, this would have been a couple of years ago now for a thing called the Green Box of Games, which is it's not so much a board game in and of itself, but it is a box full of game components with the idea of it's sort of like a sandbox tools for you to use to make your own game. Like, rather than have, you know, oh, it's this special deck of cards for this game, it's a deck of cards with various numbers and symbols on them that you can use to make up your own game. Like, here's some cards. You don't have to make them all from scratch here. Okay. Here's some, here's some cards. It comes with a whole bunch of tiles. So if you want to make, like, a tile-laying game, you can arrange them to make your own board, and they've got, you know, different configurations and symbols on them and stuff. Like, it's, it's kind of like instead of getting a blank canvas and paint to, to do a painting, Right. That, that's doing it completely from scratch that you'd get if you were just trying to literally make a game completely from scratch with with nothing. And it's not like just going out and buying a completed painting, which would be the same thing as if you just went out and bought a board game. OK, this is it's kind of like a paint by numbers. It's like you're going to you're going to make this thing, but you don't necessarily have to make it from scratch. Here's okay. some pieces that you can sort of mix and match to get what you want to to have happen sort of a deal does that does that make sense yeah it makes enough sense i put it like video game terms it's like you don't necessarily have to create doom you can just make a mod for doom and you've kind of made your own game but not from scratch like you can build some cool things in minecraft but you don't have to you know reinvent minecraft itself you're right yeah sort of a deal okay and i kickstarted this thing like like i said it's been it's been a couple of years now and it came in and it all looked super cool and i was real excited oh man yeah cool this this will this will be my thing because i've always wanted to like i've got some ideas for some games and just never did anything with it and then this came in i'm like oh yeah cool i'll do that and then you know the next shiny thing caught my eye and this box has been sitting in my basement collecting dust (laughs) which is unfortunate but it, it is what it is well on sunday i got an email was their contest is basically create a solo game because, you know, with with COVID, social distancing and people not being able to go out and do things, there has been a real sort of resurgence of solo games because, you know, you can't get out and go hang with your normal group to play with. You, you're kind of stuck at home. If you have a game that can be played sort of solitaire, that, that's a good thing. The contest was create a solo game. Here's, you know, using the stuff that's in that box, make a game submit what the rules are here and we'll you know we'll have ourselves a contest so i guess any questions thoughts concerns before i just continually prattle on indefinitely no i'm 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 understanding this all this all makes sense to me when you first said solo i i thought it was a star wars related thing and i said now then you clarified by solitaire so we're all good you continue i mean the whole family loves to play games let me be real clear on that many a day Abby and I will sit down and play, you know, a game. I mean, we've got a little notebook where we keep track of we've played and who's won and who's lost scores and all that stuff. And I'd have to look at it, but I think it goes back to like 2010. 
<laughs> uh, you know, a bus. Yeah, it's pretty old. I remember you showing it yeah. multiple times. Yeah. Um, yeah. Through conversation. But that's, I mean, she she likes playing games, but there are also certain games that just she's not into, either due to the mechanics of the game or the theme. Like, I'm into Star Wars and fantasy stuff and dungeon crawling type situations. Abby's just like, mm, yeah, that's not really my jam. So I like it whenever I find a game that is one of those type of themes. If it has, you know, solo rules, like if I just get the urge to to do a dungeon crawler, I can sit downstairs in the basement, pick on the music and play the game kind of by myself. Yeah. You know, while she's while she's doing something else that she enjoys. And so, you know, the idea of a solo game really appealed to me on a couple of levels. And really, it just kind of gave me a little poke in the side. It's like, hey, you know how you kickstarted that thing and you were all excited about doing game design and thought about it for a couple of minutes. And I guess let me take another half step back. You know, when I sat down at the end of last year, beginning of this year to figure, you know, to sort of set out my my goals and my plan and what do you what do you want to do with your life this year, Todd? You know, there was the like we talked about, you know, the health initiatives to try and sure. wait and get into shape. One of them was to get back back into writing, you know, to, to work on the the novel that I've been working on for, you know, several nanorimos <laughs> at this point, just to buckle down and get that done. You know, and some other things, but one of them was, you know, I've I've often said I want to try and work on designing a game. Maybe I should just get off my ass and do that. So I've actually been reading some books that I got for my Kindle off of Amazon. So this, again, goes towards the game-related Amazon tally we mentioned earlier. <laughs> sure. Yeah. Uh, about about game design, concepts of game design, how to you know get things published and different routes and all that stuff. And I kind of just started on that here recently. But it's it's been something that's been on my mind. And there was a concept that I had, it probably would have been two or three years ago. We were of our, our epic journeys. I believe this was the year that we were going to knock Michigan off of the list. Okay. Our, you know, our, our never-ending quest to hit all 50 states, because Michigan is not really on the way anywhere, anywhere from Ohio yeah. to anywhere. Like, it just got left off. So we're like, well, I guess this summer we're just going to take a trip up to Michigan. You know, we rented a cabin. It was a lovely time. But on the way there, we went up to Cleveland to check out the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. Yeah. And also there was a Beyonce concert that the girls oh, were excited excited yeah. to go to. Right. So we went up, we, we checked out the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame, and then we went back to the hotel and the ladies got all jazzed up and went to go to the concert. I am just not was not into that and was not keen on spending that kind of money for something that I wasn't that into. So I'm like, I'm just going to hang at the hotel. And they're like, you know, that seems boring. I'm like, no, really, it's, it's fine. I'm, I'm good. I've got books. I've got, you know, I've got games. We're good. You, you ladies go have fun. And so we, we have a little, little tin that originally had cribbage. Like it, it's, it's, it's a metal tin for the game cribbage and it has a cribbage board, deck cards, but there's extra room in that box. Like, that's our travel game box. Like, whenever we go on the epic camping trips, etc., like, this always comes with. Like, we are so into games, we bring them with us when we go camping. <laughs> when we go to yeah. the other side of the, the country, we bring games with. And so it's got cards. It's got uh, Yahtzee pads and, like, five dice. 
and I got this little tin that's the size of an Altoids tin. Okay. That has that has mini dominoes. It's a full set of double six oh. dominoes that also that also fits in this tin. Um, and I think we might have had another couple of different like card games piled in there. But I'm like, no, you you go enjoy your music. I will hang out in the hotel room. I can entertain myself for a few hours. You, you, yeah. you guys go have fun. You know, what if I wanted to make a game? What if you know, I wanted to put together a concept for a solo sort of dungeon crawl style game, but instead of it being a dungeon, it's it's more space. Like instead of going from room to room and you know killing goblins and orcs, you're going area of a space station to the next area of the space station instead of you know goblins and orcs they're they're aliens or robots and basically said well here's what i have and here's what i have to work with i've got dice i've got playing cards i've got dominoes and so i started working on this concept where you use the dominoes as sort of the tiles you lay down to represent the rooms and started working on okay well depending on what the spots were that's what kind of room it was and started doing all kinds of math and like i spent the entire time they were going like working all this stuff out, charting stuff out. I still have the notes that are on like the Holiday Inn branded like uh -huh. notes that they sit next yeah. to the phone. Sure. Like where I have all these these things, you know, hashed at and just, you know, did a bunch of work on it. And then they, you know, they came back and they had a good time at the concert. And we, you know, had like a week and a half vacation out in the cabin. And they kind of just sat and didn't do anything for like a year or two. <laughs> mm -hmm. until until this year when i'm like you know what i'll break those back out i'll see if there's anything there maybe i'll start working on that that's what i was literally working on and, and scrolling down in my bullet journal and playing around in google sheets to tinker with the math and the probabilities when this email came in and i'm like huh you know what that's pretty that's I've, pretty funny I've, I've got this idea i've got this toolkit that i frankly forgotten about that makes it so I don't have to figure all this stuff out completely from scratch. I'm going to do this. And over the course of the next four or five hours, I wrote out all of the rules for this game that I'm calling Green Dungeon for now because it's the green box of games and it's a dungeon crawler. I've, I've not really workshopped a good title yet, but like I basically wrote a game that afternoon. <laughs> now I have yeah, to play test it awesome. and, and see if it's going to work and there's still some things for me to figure out but I, it it was fun I super enjoyed it I mean we'll see how it plays and if it, anybody else likes it or I, I don't know that I'm so arrogant that I feel like I'm going to win my first contest out with the thing that I wrote in you know four hours but it was good to get you know sort of back up on the horse again. Yeah, well, even if you created something new, it's uh, it's, you know, win a contest. Or what what's the what do you win if you win the contest? Mass produce production or? <laughs> oh no no, it's <laughs> I mean, and I guess that's the thing. Like I am super not doing this for the prize because the prize oh. the, the the top prize for this is to get a copy of the Green Box games, oh, <laughs> like so, a copy yeah, of this already... set, which I already have. Like I mean, if I win, I'll take it. Sure. Sure. I'll, I'll have to. Yeah. I mean, quite frankly, I might I might send it your way for for you and the youngins because I know you're not a big board game person. So you'll send it to the I youngins. I, <laughs> yeah. I I, I I I tend to think that you're you're the rest of your people could possibly be into that. <laughs> sure. But yeah. No. And and well and and it's like I looked at it, I'm like well what's the prize? Oh, I don't need that. But I made the active choice to be like well Todd we're not really doing this for the prize we're doing this to do the thing for the experience of doing it and to, you know, motivate yourself to, you know, continued following this path. 
doesn't matter what the prize is, just do it. I'm like, okay, cool. Sure, yeah. I well, I mean, you'll also be creating something that you'll hopefully enjoy and you can play when everyone goes to Beyonce concerts. Right. Well, so. and the other thing is, is, is you know, this is this is effectively a a prototype. Sure. Like, like the the green box thing is like a prototyping kit. But, you know, once I've gotten that and gotten it worked out, if it's any good and people like it, I could then have this delightful graphic designer that I know, like, create actual cards and tiles and stuff to make it into its own thing. You know, we'll see. Yeah, that could be a thing you, you, you could do. And even if you yeah. wanted to sell it, you do know someone that can make an e-commerce store. So all types. Exactly. Of stuff. That, that no, is that's, correct. That's, that's pretty, that's pretty fun and interesting. Let's take a break. Um, I'll see if I can scrounge up a couple stories about when I made some board games. When buying clothes, you have choices. You can be stylish, be trendy, be outspoken, but those are all the wrong answers. We want you to be like Justin Benline. Be beige. Why show personality in your clothing when you can lock yourself away and be forgotten? Franchise 10 Apparel has been bringing the best clothes and accessories that'll never be seen. Even hermits wear shirts. Visit justinbenline.com and save 30% off the Justin Benline collection. justinbenline.com. No personality, no problem. Be beige. Todd, you just gave us your your ongoing, um, upcoming board game extravaganza. I, on the other hand, have made a board game before, but it's mostly a parody board game. And I've done it in like really? three different iterations, yeah. So as I was a manager of, I was a manager at a cell phone store for quite a long time. And right. part of that, there, um, you know, you have weekly, monthly goals. And it's just kind of, it's boring just to do the same thing over and over, right? You know, right. it's, it's, you know, you got 30, you need to sell 30 phones, sell 30 phones. Good job. You get made more money. Like it's fine. <laughs> you know, you don't need to do anything to be successful. But I always found that like, if you had some type of goal game, something, uh, it's more, the experience was better. So when I was working at the Ohio Valley mall, which is in St. Clairsville, Ohio, as a manager, um, I decided that, <clears throat> excuse me, we would create, um, a game and we'd all play Monopoly. But it would okay. be, um, it would be, you know, and there was, I think, like every time you sold a certain thing, you got to roll or something. There was some type of benefit for everything you did. There was some type of positive reaction. But since it being Monopoly, you know, it's a board game. So just because you get to roll more doesn't mean you get to win. You have a better chance. Right. So I created Mallopoly, which I took all the stores in the mall <laughs> and created their own little versions and, uh, you know, used, uh, used a, um, boy, what are those called? Uh, laminator. There we go. They had you okay. know, any any excuse to use a laminator, really. Oh you, yeah. You do, you, I mean, you obviously laminate Absolutely. everything, right? So, so I uh, you know created it uh, in you know Photoshop, made it all pretty, made all the cards. Basically, took a Monopoly. Actually, went out and bought a Monopoly game, so that way I could look at it and get the exact dimensions of everything. So I was pretty right. pretty on top of it. You know, and uh, since we played uh, in the back room, there's a giant whiteboard. So I made it magnetized. So that way it actually was like everything was a magnet. And then instead of having your little pieces, I had your little cell phones. Like at the time, there was Blackberries and (laughs) iPhones and Nokias and all types of fun stuff. So that was was fun. And I do recall that people really, really enjoyed it. And about a year later, 
I was a manager at the wheeling store, so I had to create the wheeling version of it. So I had to kind of recreate all that. <laughs> and I think the last time I, I'm almost positive that this happened. It, I'm trying to think now. I as I'm opposed almost, to what? Some sort of fever dream? Some sort of imaginary all right, situation? So let's you think happened. Those, all right, for those who don't have have not paid attention or have not listened. Um, I was part of many competitions called Dub Points. There is an mm. there is definitely a, a Toddcast out there where we talk with John Wyatt Edgar and he talks about uh, some of his Dub Points craziness. And I'm sure there's other archived episodes where I talk about it because it happened so frequently and I did such outrageous, goofy things. This could very well be a fever dream. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, so I believe I also made a customized monopoly game based off of dub points which i used individual character the individual people and i believe i gifted two yes i'm almost positive I'm, i know for a fact i made this now because i remember i mean this uh... dub's face on a monopoly guy like i got his face and made the mustache and the top hat and all that and it was called dub uh, this, i mean this absolutely sounds like a thing you would have done if you had no, not done this, do this then yeah. i would be surprised yeah no i i mean it took a while so i created dubopoly and i was in the finals of the tournament and we decided instead of doing a traditional game of dub points for the week which is oh it, just a giant mess basically it, it it drains you i decided both of the the other person i was going against uh, uh another classic dub points guy named luke bumbico and he's former champion right. and probably my greatest adversary he and i decided that we were going to do a best of three board games whoever won would be the champion Right. All right. So uh, we played Guess Who, maybe, and okay. some other some other game. I don't know. It was split one one, as as you do, mm -hmm. you know, mm -hmm. as it has to happen. So it came down to playing Dubopoly, and we had a set time limit, right? And for anybody that plays Monopoly, which I'm not an expert by any means, there are different techniques and different styles, and the time limit really would make a difference on how you're going to play. Oh yeah. So, oh, yeah. of course, I went online and figured it out. You know, if we have a 30-minute or an hour <laughs> time limit, what is the best strategic we'll play? Like, how do you play it? Right. And, right. and figured out, like, do you buy a lot of property? Do you pass on property? And at the end of the game, we determined whoever had the most money or whatever was going to be the winner. Right. So I think I basically was passing on a lot of the properties. So whatever strategy. Either way, it ended. I won. Bumbico was pissed, you know, because, because he was playing it the, like the long form. <laughs> Like how you really right. should play. And I was playing it for a more modified short term because I kind of you did read your the rules. And put that, and that's what made me good at dub points because I figured out how to try to break the algorithms <laughs> and systems and so forth. And I do think I gave Dubopoly to him like weeks before, so I got a bunch of value points. You know, so so it was a double whammy, you know. And right. so it was all fun games. But yes, I've uh, recreated Monopoly on three separate occasions. And I, you know, I've done I did a pretty decent job like actually making the boards and and laminating and customizing and all that with the dubopoly if you don't have a laminator you just need packing tape and patience because what you do is you okay. you do packing tape on each side and then you oh, cut yeah. around it it's pretty much yeah. very similar so and I, and I think that I, I think that's my journey with board games and that's about the extent of it all that's surprising that you opted to leverage board games as for the championship with you not being a board game guy. I find that that very interesting, but it seems to have worked out for you. 
So Paul, we don't play we don't play board games for pleasure. All right, we play it for a game. <laughs> like like there's, I I wasn't saying hey I want to go play a board game because it sounds like a fun thing to do. Uh, right. I am on the other I am on the other hand of, you know I like the video games are more pleasure based for me. So if and it's I don't know what it is and I know you guys play a lot of board games and I know uh, Crystal and, and family play board games and I Dawn and family play board games. And my family actually. Yeah, you're the odd games. man out. I am the only one that's like, nah, no thanks. I do not want to sit here and do this or this. But I did like, what was the game that was on the old computers? It wasn't Solitaire. It was the other one. Was it called Free Cell? Not the Mind. Free- you know, Minesweepers one. Is it Free Cell? Free Cell. With, the, with, with, with playing cards? Yeah, Free Cell. Yes. Yeah, yeah Free Cell. Yeah. Now, that was a good game. Now, I could play that. I, I, yeah. I almost am half tempted to find an uh, emulator to play free cell because if there's a game <laughs> that would be one that it would take some good time and uh I, I i mean i remember being pretty darn good and i think it was like maybe a timer on it that you could like try to beat your personal bests and stuff like that or it kept your like, top tens yeah go figure that like yeah. i have to challenge myself on stuff like that right right <sighs> but yeah no i i um i don't think i'll ever join your your and everyone else's love for board games as much, but I would be willing to try your board game. If, uh, if, if you create a board game, dungeon crawler, green, green dungeon, whatever it be. <laughs> and it's easy enough. I would definitely give you a personal review. Um, and no matter what, it'll be a five star on Amazon. And then I'll give you my <laughs> personal feelings on if it, if it even broke the, um, a bah humbug like myself. There you go. Well, good. And I, I probably will be shooting it over to you, if nothing else, just to get a second set of eyes. Well, there things. we go. That's, well, because that's the, fu- I mean, the fun thing about games and designing games is you've got to come up with how it all is going to work in your head, which is fine. But then you have to put all those onto paper as the rules. And I can write those rules and look at those rules, and it might all seem peachy keen, but I have the entire rule set already in my head. The yeah. real test is giving it to somebody who's never seen it and have them go, yep, this includes everything. And not like, well, over here you talk about this thing, but then you never talk like to catch those sorts of things. So I will probably be throwing those your way, whether you like it or not, Mr. I don't play games. That, I mean, that's, <laughs> that's fine. Like, I, that, that's perfectly fine. You can throw stuff my way. And, you know, obviously I'll have no problem telling you. And if you win me over, then you then you have yourself a, a, the grand prize. But I'll, more than likely, I'll also have Hunter do it because he enjoys games and probably would enjoy this as well. So you could have two Hersies for the price of one. I'll put it on his tour chart. I think that gives us a, a wonderful board game creation episode uh, for the listeners to know a little bit about what you're up to and the dumb things I've done. And that pretty yeah. much summarizes what uh, a Todd cast is all about. What dumb things Eric's done. What goofy things Todd's currently doing. Here's your insight. Pretty much. Well, well, thanks, Eric. Good chatting with you this morning. Hopefully it, it kept you nice and toasty warm. Oh, yeah. Uh, thank you, listeners, for, for hanging in there with us. Hopefully you are also at the appropriate temperature for your location in the world. And until next time, I hope you all have a good one. Thanks for listening to this episode of the Toddcast podcast. If you have comments, questions, or topic ideas, you'd like us to chat about, you can reach out on social. Search for Toddcast Podcast. Visit our website at toddcastpodcast.com with a single D in Todd. 
There you will find show notes, original articles, and a backlog of episodes. If you'd enjoyed this episode, please feel free to share with your like-minded friends. Perhaps you would consider subscribing, following, or marking this podcast as a favorite if you've not yet done so. And of course, reviews and ratings on Apple Podcasts are appreciated. Thanks again for listening to the podcast. Thank you.